So before I begin, I should tell you that it's not really my fault. See, even psychologists agree that our personalities are formed with some varying degree of nature and nurture. So as a middle child, I didn't really have any say in the matter. So middle children quickly learn the following rules. One, protect what is yours. Because as a middle child, you're not going to get the kind of attention and presence that you deserve. Two, make sure everybody knows that you don't get the attention you deserve. <laughs> and three, if you don't get the attention you deserve, well, you should just take it. But you don't have to believe my word for it. Urban Dictionary defines middle child syndrome as where the oldest child gets all the awards, the youngest gets all the love, and the middle child gets nothing. So I have an older sister, Anna, and my younger brother, Chris, is two years younger than I am. And we had a really different relationship growing up. My sister, as the eldest, got to make rules for the land. When we had our plays, she would dole out the roles we would have for the play. Jesse, you're going to be the evil witch. Chris, you are going to be the prince. And I'm going to be the princess. I waited for years and years for her hand-me-downs. She had these beautiful turquoise overalls, and I waited for them for years. When I got them, she had stained them, and my mom put a patch on them. I wore them anyways. My brother and I had a really different relationship, but I quickly learned that he received different treatment than I received. So my brother's favorite thing to do was to run outside in a Zorro mask and cape and cowboy boots. He fell and scraped his knee. My mom practically called out the National Guard for him. I went joyriding in my pink banana seat bike, fell and scraped my knee. Oh, Jesse, go back out and play. I quickly learned that I had to create my own title. If I wasn't going to get all the awards and I wasn't going to get all the love, I would become Jesse the Good Child. Jesse, the innocent victim of all hardships. It was really hard making that title stick. So my brother and I, every week, we had a fight in our living room. It was a pretty regulated fight. Much like the WWF, there were rules, there were boundaries. If you went outside the boundaries or broke the rules, the fight was over. All right, ready, go. And we'd start fighting, fists clenched, ugly faces, and wait to see who'd take the first move. My brother pulled out and yanked my hair. Ouch! Chris? Rule number one, no hair pulling. All right, he'd say, and we start fighting again. Ready, go. We start fighting. This time, he grabbed my arm and bit it. Chris, rule number two, no biting. This went on and on, me making up rules just to make sure I didn't get hurt. And usually, my brother was a pretty good sport. But sometimes, I ended on the ground, my brother pulling my hair, dragging me across the kitchen. It hurt, but it kind of worked out in my favor because I looked really innocent. <laughs> my parents never asked what caused me to get pulled across the kitchen floor. I figured it was a win-win for the good children. When I was 10 and my brother was 7, we got kind of bored of fighting inside, and so we moved our fight outside. Behind our house, there was a, a building had been torn down. There was a cement pad and rocks everywhere. All right, Chris. Here are the rules. We're going to take turns like we were taught in school. You throw a rock, and then I'll throw a rock. <laughs> My brother agreed to the terms. I even let him go first. So he picked up a rock, 
nice shiny rock and took it and threw it at me. Oh, that hurt. Rule number one, you can't throw any rocks hard. (laughs) I picked up a rock, took it, and threw it with all my might at my brother. Breaking rule number one. He went back, took a rock, threw it, and it whizzed past my head. Rule number two, you can't throw rocks anywhere above the neck. This went on and on and on until I became so angry. I was angry at the rocks that my brother was throwing at me, angry that I wasn't winning, and I looked around for what I could possibly do to get back at him. And then I saw it, the boulder. It was perfect. Okay, it was probably about this size, but in my memory, it's huge. I picked up the boulder and took it, and when my brother wasn't looking, I took it and threw it up with all my might, granny style, up into the air. At this point, I realized it was possible that I was going to kill my brother. (laughs) I was going to get in really big trouble, and this would not bode well for the title of Jesse the Good Child. So... I did what anybody would do. I turned around, and I started to run out of there. (laughs) What I hadn't taken into account were the laws of physics. The weight of the rock, the method with which I threw it up in the air, it meant it was not propelled forward at my brother. It went backwards in the path of my escape. The rock came crashing down on my head, only to be met with cries and screams and blood. And so I ran inside to my mom. Mom, Chris threw a rock and it hit my head. (laughs) It hurts and it's bleeding and I hate him. My mom called out the National Guard for me. She let me watch whatever TV show I wanted and she took care of the wound. My brother came inside and he got in trouble. I don't even know how many times he persisted that he did not, in fact, throw that rock. And actually, we had rules, and I had made up the rules, but he got in trouble anyways. About five years ago, my brother and my sister and my parents were sitting around over dinner talking about our childhood stories, and I brought up this story. What? My mom shrieked. You said Chris threw that rock at you. I just smiled and turned away, as any good child does. <laughs> 